1: The world continues to battle omicron
0: it clearly has a transmission advantage in the sense of in countries like South Africa and now
1: the UK picking up the pieces in the aftermath in parts of Kentucky now first United is completely gone and the town is literally leveled to the ground <laughs> This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, December 14th. I'm Eric Cudd. The first Omicron variant death reported in the UK is long lines of people rolling up their sleeves. Prime Minister Boris Johnson said everyone 18 and up can get a booster
2: shot by December 31st. The best thing we can do to protect ourselves, protect our country and ensure that we have as normal a Christmas as possible is to get boosted now. And uh, it's just amazing to, to be here in this uh, vaccination centre in, in London, in, in Westminster, and see huge numbers of people listening to that message. Within days, Omicron will replace Delta as the dominant strain. Omicron is producing hospitalizations and uh, sadly at least one patient has now uh, been confirmed to have died uh, with Omicron. So uh, I think the idea that this is somehow a milder version of the virus, I think that's something we need to set on one side.
1: With what they know so far, British health officials think a combination approach the best way to combat the Omicron
2: variant. Sensible steps to slow the spread of the virus, to to buy us some time to help to uh, reduce the the infections and, of course, the, the mortality rate, and then combine that with rapidly building up our... Boost, uh, defenses.
1: Back in the states, the urgency to take other precautionary measures is not as high.
2: A new poll by the Associated Press
1: and the Nork Center for Public Affairs Research found fewer Americans say they're regularly wearing masks or isolating compared with the beginning of the year. 57 percent of Americans say they're wearing masks around other people outside their homes. That's up from 51 percent in August, but well below the 82 percent back in March before vaccines were widely available. 36 percent say they're very or extremely worried that they or a family member will be infected by the virus. That's up from 25 percent who said the same in late October, but that response is lower now than in August as the Delta variant was taking hold. Those who said they're still at least somewhat worried about infections include roughly 8 in 10 Democrats, about half of Republicans, and a majority of those who are vaccinated. 55 percent of unvaccinated respondents say they have little or no worry. I'm Jennifer King. New York statewide mask mandate back on the books. And as you can expect, response is mixed. Facing a cold weather surge in COVID infections, Governor Kathy Hochul announced Friday that masks will be required in all indoor public places unless the business or venues implement a vaccine requirement. I don't want to go back ever again to that place where people couldn't go their jobs safely, couldn't congregate, kids couldn't go to schools. The Democrats said violations carry a $1,000 fine and local health departments will enforce it, but the Republican Rockland County executive said they can't and won't as it currently stands, and a similar statement came from another Republican leader. Julie Walker in New York. Mask mandates also making their comeback on the West Coast.
0: With coronavirus cases in the state on the uptick, California is reinstituting a statewide indoor mask mandate. Governor Gavin Newsom's administration has announced the new mandate will start Wednesday and last until January 15th. Per capita, new coronavirus cases in California have increased 47% in the past two weeks. Additionally, California is ordering unvaccinated people attending indoor events of 1000 or more people to have a negative test within one or two days of the event, depending on the type of test. California is also recommending that travelers visiting or returning to the state get tested within five days of arrival. I'm Mike Gracia.
1: A Democrat senator holdout continues to make life difficult for fellow Democrats and the president. As time ticks away for passage of Build Back Better. President Biden and other Democrats are trying to get West Virginia's Joe Manchin to finally
0: agree to support the long-stalled $2 trillion social and environmental package. Manchin, after talking with Biden by phone Monday evening, said they were talking about different iterations. He added anything's possible When asked if a deal could be reached by Christmas. He doesn't like the cost of the measure nor parts of the plan, including paid family leave and medical leave. Other unresolved issues? The Senate parliamentarian could rule several provisions would violate Senate reconciliation rules. Tim McGuire,
1: Washington. Daybreak Insider's John Scott says the head of a Senate panel that oversees Medicare thinks the Biden administration should cut back a pending... Hefty premium increase. Nearly
0: half of the Medicare Part B premium increase is due to Medicare's need for a contingency fund to cover a new $56,000 Alzheimer's drug whose benefits have been widely questioned. The monthly premium increase would swallow up a significant chunk of seniors' 5.9% cost of living increase. Finance Chairman Ron Wyden says Medicare has the legal authority to roll back part of the $21.60 premium increase that's set to take effect in January.
1: Meanwhile, the president travels to Kentucky tomorrow to view the aftermath of tornadoes that killed at least 64, displacing thousands more.
0: A tornado took out Teresa Herndon's whole neighborhood in Mayfield, Kentucky.
3: It sucked my house out and dropped it.
0: Her house is gone, but for Herndon herself, she says the Lord works in mysterious ways. A few weeks ago,
3: My daughter came in and she said, Mother, we're buying you tickets to Blue Man Group in Las Vegas on Friday. December the 10th.
0: Back home from Las Vegas, Herndon is scouring the rubble for the physical remains of her most important memories. Family, friends, and even strangers were there to help her.
1: I did not call a single person. These people showed
0: up. They helped Herndon find pieces of a box that belonged to her father
1: with the inscription,
3: Nothing will ever take these memories away.
1: I'm Ed Donahue. Senate Minority Leader Bench McConnell saying his native state is devastated. This is the worst storm to hit Kentucky in my lifetime. The tornadoes caused considerable damage in 15 counties all across the Commonwealth. Thousands lost their homes. Tens of thousands are still without power. This woman said her great niece sucked up in the tornado and survived. She remembers being flying inside the tornado. And she told the doctors and nurses at Le when they asked, did she know what happened to her? She said, yes, I was flying around in the tornado and I prayed to Jesus to take care of me. Many faith-based organizations now have boots on the ground. World Vision, a Christian humanitarian group, planned to begin
3: shipping relief supplies to churches in Kentucky. Samaritan's Purse, an evangelical group, said it sent disaster response teams to Kentucky and Arkansas, while other teams started to head to the devastation in Tennessee and Illinois. The group has also dispatched tractor trailers stocked with tools and
1: equipment. The Salvation Army has also set up a disaster relief fund for tornado victims. I'm Walter Ratliff. Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear says more than 70 in the state are now confirmed dead.
3: News I wanted to be wrong. as apparently right. Um, we just confirmed that the Hopkins County, 17 deaths is is accurate, and that's where we're up to. So that's one miracle we did not get. 74 lost Kentuckians as of now, and that number is going to grow.
1: The hospital in hard-hit Mayfield doing what it can. I
3: talked to the uh, head administrator of the Mayfield Hospital. You know, they're having to run uh, with water out of tanker trucks, and I'm working with FEMA and have asked FEMA uh, to to help out uh, with that.
1: Authorities say the count of those missing continues to climb.
3: 109 Kentuckians now unaccounted for, but as I look at this broken down by county, it's way more, way more people unaccounted for than this. Uh, 81 of these are in Hopkins County uh, alone, 22 in Warren, says five in Graves, and that can't be right. There are more people than that um, that we've got to identify and, and find, um, uh, hopefully safe.
1: And finally, Daybreak Insider's Jason Walker says the IT agency that serves Virginia's legislature has been hit by a ransomware attack.
0: The office of Governor Ralph Northam says the attack has substantially affected the operation of Virginia's Division of Legislative Automated Systems. The governor has been briefed and directed other executive branch agencies to offer help in, quote, assessing and responding to the situation. A spokeswoman for the governor says the timing of the attack is problematic because lawmakers and staff members now preparing for the start of the legislative session in
1: January. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at daybreakinsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Eric Cudd.